The horizon is wide and the highway is calling. That means it's time for another episode of American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Gary Mance, with a welcome and an invitation to travel the byways and back roads of yesteryear, searching for America in every incomparable mile. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. Always glad to have you riding shotgun. You're bumping our buddy Nathan out of the way. He'll go in the back seat and produce. He'll make sure that we stay in our lane, as it were. Today, we are going to visit West Tennessee because, yes, there's Memphis and there's a lot more. Exploring West Tennessee is a road tripper's dream because, though the mighty city of Memphis dominates the region with its many attractions, driving a little bit outside the city opens up whole new vistas of adventure. In this episode, we become more familiar with the history and the unhurried life to be found in a part of the volunteer state that takes you away from the matting crowd and invites you to peek into the storied past. This is American Road Trip Talk, and we'll be back after we hear some words from our buddy Anson Williams about Alert Drops. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I want to bring attention to a life-saving product called Alert Drops. Drowsy driving is one of the most catastrophic problems in America, and Alert Drops will stop it. Kids studying in college, drinking too much caffeine, overloading on these energy drinks, they end up in the hospital. Alert Drops will stop it. What is Alert Drops? Alert Drops is a simple spray on the tongue made out of citric acid, sour lemon, and water, co-created with my uncle, Dr. Henry Heimlich, creator of the Heimlich Maneuver, who said, Anson, Alert Drives will save more lives than the maneuver. Whether you are driving, whether you are studying, whether you're just a tired mom, whenever you need to be alert, get Alert Drops. A simple spray on the tongue, nothing in your system, and you're naturally awake, naturally alert. It's scientifically proven. It's doctor approved. Again, it's natural. It's been honored by the United States Congress. Go to alertjobs.com. Very important. Go to alertjobs.com and stay safe. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. Welcome back to Trip Talk. Let's meet Kelsey Lamkin. Originally from Medina, Tennessee, Kelsey graduated with a master's degree in public history from Middle Tennessee State University in 2018 and worked as a historic preservationist in Nashville for a while before moving home to West Tennessee. She has been the historic preservationist and tourism specialist for Memphis Area Association of Governments since 2019. And if you ask her what does she most enjoy about her work, Kelsey will tell you that she especially enjoys the intersection between history and tourism in her career. So for the first time, let's say hello to Kelsey Lamkin. Welcome to Trip Talk, Kelsey. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, we're so delighted to have you. I say this particularly because I have been to Memphis. Yes, I made the pilgrimage to Graceland. I can tell you, Kelsey, that my one regret was that I didn't spend enough time to go to the Lorraine motel there where Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated because I, there's there's a certain sense of history and also moral obligation for people who make that trip to Memphis. And I feel remiss that I did not go there. So when I go to Memphis, I will go there, might make another trip back to Graceland, and there's so much more to see. But in the course of this interview, Kelsey, we understand that big city Memphis has so much to offer, but we're also going to leave time to talk about four counties 
including the one where Shelby, I believe, is the county where Memphis is located, where there's so much to see beyond all of the traffic, all of the crowds, and yet there's so much history and joyous geography to explore. Do I have that right? Absolutely. And you definitely want to come back and check out the National Civil Rights Museum at the Lorraine Museum. Um, I believe recently they were just nominated for the USA Today Reader's Choice 10 Best History Museums Contest. Um, so they always have fantastic exhibits and uh, interactive experiences going on. And especially April 4th is coming up. And I believe they will be doing a Martin Luther King Jr. commemoration, which they do every year. And like you said, you have to, you'll have to go back to Graceland because uh, I think they just announced today that for the 4th of July, they're going to do an All-American July 4th weekend, July 2nd through 3rd. Uh, it's going to be rock and roll, fireworks, barbecue, and of course, Elvis for the 4th of July. <laughs> that sounds like a great time. It truly does. What, and it's important too, Kelsey, that we are nearing, as this is broadcast live, then it becomes a podcast, but we're nearing the end of Black History Month. And I wanted to make sure that people understood that when you go to West Tennessee, there is so much history to explore. Black history, Civil War history, and the pure beauty of that region of the country, which if you just focused on Memphis, you could easily overlook because you got to get in your car and drive a bit away from Memphis to get to these places. But when you go, your time and the gasoline that you buy to put in your tank are going to be amply rewarded. Definitely. You know, time slows down a little bit when you're driving the back roads. You don't have to uh, go go as fast as you do in the city, and it's it's really nice. So uh, my husband and I do that often. I think everyone has been a little stir crazy the past couple of years. So you know, gathering our dogs, put them in the back seat, just go drive in the country. If you are in Memphis, and let's say you're staying a few days, they have ample accommodations, of course, and then you get ready to leave. By your own reckoning, Kelsey. Is it maybe a half hour, an hour outside of town? Because it seems like such a change of scenery. I wonder how long it takes to get out there to it. Well, it depends where we're talking about. Going all the way up to, for instance, talking about um, Black History Month, one of my favorite sites uh, in the region is the Alex Haley Museum and Interpretive Center. A lot of people, I think, don't realize that it's out here in Henning, which is towards the top of Lauderdale County. And that's about an hour and a half, maybe two hours outside Memphis. It's a little bit of a drive, but you know, you got the fields all around you. You can stop and, uh, at some of our favorite little uh, general stores to get some lunch. Uh, there, there's plenty of things to do along the way and that it's, it's a nice drive. Now, this is a, a little bit conversationally off the beaten path, but I read about it last night and I thought I would ask you because surely you've been a customer a time or two. I understand there is some world-class fried chicken to be enjoyed at a, I think it's a small chain called Gus's. Am I right about that? Yes, it You're is. You're smiling big. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I have gone out there, but yes, and it's one of those, uh, it's it's funny you're you're driving and if you're not looking for it you could miss it because but that's that's kind of what it is out there in the the rural area it's it's very uh it's very um expansive there's a lot of back roads and it, it's it's nice it's it's a totally different vibe than being in the city and yes it is as good as everyone says it is i'll bet i'll bet 
let's go ahead and climb into the car, figuratively speaking. We're in Memphis. There's so much to see there. You love the blues. Wow. There's so much of that wonderful Tennessee culture. And that's one of the epicenters of it, Nashville being the other, of course. And we'll put in a good word for Knoxville as well. But then you want to get away from it all. You want to get out on those winding country roads. You want to see the rural aspects and all the glories of Tennessee beyond the city lights. When you do that, Kelsey, my understanding is that there are wonderful places to visit, representative of Tennessee culture that's spread out over four counties, with Shelby County being by far about a million people living there, but the less populated counties nevertheless have lots of attractions. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, depending on what you're looking at, there's really something for everyone. If you just want to go into, we have so many uh, historic town squares. Uh, Collierville is very, very popular, it has a beautiful mural, Covington, uh, Ripley, you know, all, all over the region. Um, we have our small towns, those beautiful uh, historic buildings from the turn of the century and they have great restaurants great shopping great unique independent small business stores to do shopping as well let's go back for a moment kelsey to alex haley and what he spawned with his exploration of his own roots i saw a picture it's on your website and we'll get to that we want to make sure we mention that so people can go there and make plans to visit west tennessee but which small town is it located in Alex Haley's house? It looked kind of like a bungalow. And mm -hmm. yet I see it that it's, it's a visitors and interpretive center as well today. Yes. Behind the house is the interpretive center and it's in Henning, Tennessee. And so, and it's the house that his, I believe his grandparents grew up in that he sat on the porch and heard all those stories. His gravesite is there. And whenever you go there, the, director, Mr. Richard Griffin. He will most likely give you the tour through the house, the interpretive center. He is the best tour guide. It's one of the, my favorite experiences I've had. Uh, and I'm a historic preservationist, so I love historic houses, love museums. And he gives a very engaging and educational tour. He's a lot of fun. He's everyone's favorite. And uh, there, it, it doesn't just stop at Alex Haley's life. It talks about the slave trade and uh, the Jim Crow era. It's a fantastic resource here, but it is a drive outside of Memphis though, but a worth, it's worth it. It's a well worth trip. That's one of those destinations that I refer to as the end point of a pilgrimage because you go there and you can learn so much. Now, Kelsey, I can tell as we're on Zoom here looking at each other, you're probably not even half my age. And I mentioned that in one connection. I watched Roots on television, and all I can tell you is that it captivated the imagination of America back in the 70s. There was the book, and then the miniseries. They used to have these miniseries on TV. You don't see them as much anymore. But with Roots, people were perforce given primetime television as an opportunity, as a venue for exploring a very painful part of American history. And we were confronted with it. That in its way, it felt like a miracle on TV that we could all be experiencing this as a nation at that time together. Yes, and uh, you are correct. That is a little before my time. But uh, yes, I am aware. I've uh, watched some of the miniseries and 
they they really do uh, his legacy justice. And one of my favorite things is they at the Alex Haley Museum they have a genealogy center. It's called Finding Your Roots, and they help people uh, try to dig in and find the roots of their family. Kind of have that same experience, which is just fantastic. I would like to do that. I'm one of those people that talks about genealogy, but I don't do anything about it. So, <laughs> and I. I my family tree goes back. If it's not in Tennessee, our big tree with the taproot is planted in Western Pennsylvania, actually. But the idea there is that if you have the basic information, you can look into your family's past and you just gain so much appreciation. I love that that's part of the experience when you visit. That's excellent. And so with that being the case, in that area... I keep going back in my mind to the fact that we've got different counties and they all have something, they have bragging rights to something, something that invites us to go and visit, to make that day trip, perhaps. If we're staying in Memphis or wherever we're coming from, you can take the time and be rewarded. For example, Fayette County. Now, the population, I understand, is under 40,000 people, and yet there's so much going on there in Fayette County. That's one where you just have this, this linkage of counties around Memphis. Memphis dominates, but these other counties are saying, hey, come check us out because we have this and that to offer you. Absolutely. And Fayette County is actually uh, the site of a very important civil rights event. It, uh, whenever you go, you can see the Tent City historical marker in Somerville. And what it tells the story of the Black Fayette County sharecroppers who were evicted from their lands for participating in a voter registration drive and attempting to exercise their political power. So that marker is out there. Uh, the gas station that uh, Mr. John McFerrin and his wife Viola ran that were helping the sharecroppers, that's still out there. Um, you can't access it at the moment, but there, and that's one of my favorite things to talk about. You know, people, they come to Memphis because they want to learn about black history. They want to learn about civil rights history, but it does not start and end in Memphis. It expands all over the state and especially in the region. So absolutely Fayette County, it's tiny, but it's, it's got a lot of wonderful assets there. And while we are talking in those terms, Kelsey, let me ask you, I've been to Virginia and I know what it is. If you go to Virginia, for example, and you want to study Revolutionary War times, colonial times before that, you can do that. If you want to study the Civil War, if you want to drive one of the routes of the Civil War, R-O-U-T-E, as one of those routes that you travel to get to these various places, you can certainly do that in Virginia. But what about West Tennessee? Is there a Civil War kind of, um, I almost, almost want to say an archipelago of places where here, then there, then there, as you watch the Civil War story unfold? Oh, that's a tough one, because there are so many spots throughout. Uh, you know, one of my favorites, if that's what you're looking for, is some uh, Civil War history, is the Fort Pillow State Historic Park, because it, you know, my favorite things, outdoor nature and also history. So whenever you go there, you can view the 1861 earthworks, the historic trails. Uh, they have some uh, display markers discussing the history of the Civil War there. But also, you can get out there, you can go hiking with your family. That is uh, a fantastic place to go if you want to really get up close and see it. And also, here in Shelby County in Bartlett, so just a little outside Memphis, uh, the Davies Manor Historic Site, 
It is Shelby County's oldest home and one of the oldest surviving in West Tennessee. And they're uh, mostly famous for kind of contextualizing the Civil War because the Davies family was a very prominent family here. But they also have an award-winning exhibit called Omitted in Mass that explores the history of slavery and sharecropping there. So another fantastic smaller site that you should make time to see. The folks at Shelby County who promote tourism like to say so much more than Graceland, Beale Street, and barbecue. Now, if you made the trip to Memphis and environs, that would be enough for a lot of people. So y'all go and enjoy that. But there's so much more. Don't cheat yourself out of the, the time that is well invested to go and visit these places in these counties. There's the birthplace. And I understand that Memphis is under, you know, we, we hear about Music City in Nashville, but actually Memphis is the birthplace of rock and roll. And I'm thinking yes. a lot of that is attached to the Elvis legacy, but others as well, of course. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we're also home to the Saks Museum of American Soul Music, I believe the only museum dedicated to that. And they, you know, constantly are having different temporary exhibits. I believe they have uh, a new one. I think next month, uh, the temporary exhibit is going to be all about 70s funk and soul. And it's the photographs by Michael Abramson is going to be uh, part of the exhibit. So absolutely. Let us move on then to another county. Now, this is another one of these small counties. They have under 70,000 population, but there's so much history there and the natural beauty of this gracious part of Tennessee. I'm talking about Tipton County. I get the feeling that you know, you're driving into the past when you go there because the people who want to preserve that feel and their own history are very persnickety about making sure they present themselves in a way that invites people to come drive in your future into our past and see what we're about. Sure. And that is uh, one of the locations. The original location of Gus's is in Mason, Tennessee. Again, Covington, that's one of, uh, one of our most beautiful little downtown squares. And um, we have the Tipton County Museum. Yeah, there. There's plenty there. They have the barbecue festival in June, Art in the Square in July. That uh, it's again, it's little, but so much to see if you want to get out of the city. I wanted to ask you, what is the connection? And I, I mean, culturally, as much as geographically, but both count for a lot. When you're in that part of Tennessee, what is the relationship of the people there to the Mississippi River? I mean, that's when you look back far enough, people coming down the Mississippi to they were bringing their world to you. There was this intermingling of people with their experiences, their cultures, and the Mississippi was how you got there. Sure. You know, we're the Delta region. There has been a lot of uh, sharing of cultural traditions and things like that, music and food. So. Absolutely. I think whenever uh, you're whenever you're out here experiencing it for yourself, I think you can definitely tell that there's a lot of influence here. And then we have, I don't want to cheat anybody here during this brief interview, Lauderdale County. There, there's a building there. I'm looking at a picture on your website. It looks rather stately to me. Uh, yes, that's the, uh, the courthouse, I believe you're looking at. That's stately and, enough. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yes, Lauderdale, home of the Alex Haley Museum, the Fort Pillow State Park. Um, and it's, it's a very, one of the best things about Lauderdale County is every year they have the uh, Lauderdale County Tomato Festival. So if you like Ripley tomatoes, and everyone does, if you want to see tomato themed art, people in tomato costumes, dogs in tomato costumes, and just a really fun time. It is uh, every year in July, I believe. Oh goodness, let me double check that before I tell you wrong. But it is a very, very fun experience. Yes, July 9th and 10th. <laughs> July 9th and 10th. And thanks for that I live update. So. <laughs> that's excellent. No, that's that's good to know. People are they're getting out now. You know, they're making their plans. They want to go in summertime. You want a nice warm summer? Go to West Tennessee. That would be the way to do it. You may get some afternoon rainstorms too. I've driven through Tennessee where we had those to contend with. It added some romance and a bit of drama to the drive, quite frankly. And it was a great time. And that's when we went. Now, we were outside Nashville there. We went to uh, my uh, partner and myself, Suzanne. There, She and I drove and... Um, I, I did most of the driving and I enjoy just the graciousness of what we're able to look at. Suzanne could gawk, I had to drive, but we made it out to the Hermitage there, Andrew Jackson territory. Tennessee is so rich with history. It's really amazing when you first visit. And the people there, I must add, and Kelsey, you're no exception. I find that Tennesseans put great stock in treating people graciously. They want people to understand that you're welcome there and they will do anything they can to help you as a tourist. In my experience, and I've been to over 40 of the states, it ranks right at the top for the willingness of people to extend themselves and make your stay there for a day or a lifetime as pleasant as possible. That's no exaggeration. No, absolutely. And so, you know, if you're going to go out, let's say you're going out to uh, the Meeman, Meeman Shelby Forest State Park here in Memphis. On your way out there, you know, usually you're going to stop at the Shelby Forest General Store. You're going to talk to Doug. He's going to tell you the best spots to go to if you want to get pictures for the Instagram and get a cheeseburger or my favorite fried bologna sandwich to take on your way. Yeah, wherever you go, people are going to tell you uh, what you have to make sure to see, where you need to get your next meal. Every, everyone wants you to have a good time. They want you to enjoy yourself here. And those who specialize, Kelsey, let's say that they, if they don't own any, they certainly admire the skill of these well-trained bird dogs. In Fayette County, you can see that happening too. Is it a competitive culture? You know, I don't know that much about it, um, but I believe so. And I think you're talking the Ames Plantation here. They have uh, the the field trials. And I think they, they have a whole museum there uh, talking about the history of these bird dogs and that whole culture, which I know is a very, um, there are a lot of people that are really, cause you know, we're, we're in West Tennessee. There's a lot of hunting and everything going on here. And so that's something I've not experienced myself, but I believe they do a lot with uh, not only just, you know, the field trials, but also researching and talking about forestry and wildlife and everything like that as well. And these field trials, if we're going to talk about history, bird dogs, history, West Tennessee, they started with an annual event, these field trials back in 1903. Wow. So we are talking some history, that is for sure. 
Kelsey, I wanted to ask you, I'm going to, we have a couple of minutes to go here. I just wanted to ask you on a personal note, what was it that drew you back home? It feels like back home, that much I can understand. But I mean, you could go anywhere. You got your master's degree, you have all this knowledge, you have the skills of a preservationist, and yet you came back. I find that a rather charming and romantic notion, actually. Well, uh, well, it's a master's in history, remember, but uh, yeah, I, I went to Nashville, wanted to, I don't know if you've ever been to Medina, Tennessee, but most people have not. It's very, very small, but you know, sweet little town, went to uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee to go to school, then worked in Nashville, but after a few years away, I just kind of missed my family and wanted to come back here and look at what's kind of my home through a preservationist eyes and really be able to appreciate the history and culture here that I didn't as I was growing up. So that's the main, main reason I wanted to come back here. And it sounds like you're making great use of all that training you received in pursuit of a master's degree. In our last minute, let me ask you, Kelsey, and fire away, where do people go to get all this information in one tidy place as they make plans to come out and visit you in West Tennessee? Where do they go? Well, I hope you will go to westtennesseedaytrippin.org. It's a long one, but W-E-S-T-T-N-D-A-Y-T-R-I-P-P-I-N.org. There you're going to get links to all the places and sites that we talked about today and more for just about any kind of experience you want. And then you will have contact information on the site if you need to contact us about something specific and we will help make your trip one to remember. Oh, I have no doubt of that. People can start planning their trip to Graceland, Beale Street and beyond with your help. Thank you so much, Kelsey Lamkin. It was a delight to talk to you. And let's hope that we find another opportunity to get people more and more informed about all that you have to offer in West Tennessee. And you'll see some folks who will introduce themselves to you. Maybe one day I will be one of them. That would be a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to American Road Trip Talk, along with Thomas and Becky Rep, co-founders of American Road Magazine, we remind you to visit our website, AmericanRoadMagazine.com, to preview the current issue. Until next time, dream well and drive safely on the American Road. West Tennessee is full of history, adventure, and natural beauty. Hear the stories of West Tennessee's legendary music and taste the flavors our region is known for. Wander down the Ghost River and sit on the steps where Alex Haley learned about his roots. No matter your passion, West Tennessee has it. The adventure starts in Memphis, but it doesn't end there. Visit westtennesseedaytrippin.org. Let me spell that for you. W-E-S-T-T-N-D-A-Y. T-R-I-P-P-I-N dot org. Adventure is waiting. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure.